Blog Talk Radio. For the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello world, good afternoon, hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. Located in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, KBOB 89.9 FM, and also in the studio, my co-host, Sherry Lasky. How are we doing, Sherry? Doing fine, Bobby, on this cold, windy, dreary Monday evening. It's dreary, isn't it? Compared to yesterday. Huh? Uh-huh, it's just ugly outside. Yeah. You know, so... Well, it happens that way. And uh, <clears throat> bad weather, everybody's in the house. The coronavirus already got us in the house. Right. You know, so with the bad weather, hey, you're just in there, huh? Yeah, over the weekend, people they were wow. They were out. I've seen riding walking, bicycles, yeah. all kinds of stuff, just getting out, I guess, for a change. I guess. You know, you cooped up in the house all week, you know, and the weekend come and you know, kids want to get out and about. And, right. You know, they're in right. the, they're in the they're house. They're locked up all week. Long, yeah, they are. They where to go. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So it's been like that. So we want to make sure that, you know, everybody's staying safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, get out. If you get out, just kind of like go in places where it's safe to go. Right. And try to maintain that six foot of space, a six feet of space mm-hmm. in between you and whoever. You know what? And that's kind of difficult if you got yes, little bitty is. kids and stuff. Yes, Children. Is. That was me. We're supposed to be uh-huh. six feet. Six, six feet. <laughs> we might be. We might. Let's see. Let maybe another another back feet back. There you go. That's about. I know that's got to be six feet. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. At least five, yeah. six. Okay. Yeah. 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 Turn it sideways. I promise, I promise, there you, go. I there you, promise go. you I won't sneeze or anything like that. But these mics probably have a... Hard time right now. They uh, oh, they've been hey, look at they've been sprayed down, down though. Like what we get? They've been sprayed down, mm-hmm. you know for sure. Real good. We've been sanitizing real good up in here because we're That's essential. Good. You know we're essential in our oh, business. Radio stations. Okay. Yeah, they're not shutting down KRMG and TU and none of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know they still up and moving. Okay. And the media's still going. And you need to know this information. So, you know, I was looking. And they said they have, uh, what, 481 cases here in Oklahoma? And And what was the numbers um, Friday? Do you know? I don't know what it was Friday, but I know today it said 481 cases and 17 deaths. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's what I say. Wow. It's good to have the to track the numbers so you can see how it's progressing. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't. I'm sure they have it on the internet, what it was Friday or day to day, you know, so you can actually see the yeah. numbers and where they go because we haven't even reached our peak yet. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people. So we headed that way this month and next month for between, sure. Probably between now and April the 15th is where you'll probably see a peak because they say the numbers like still like exponentially grow. So 
that's just just doing the numbers, it's like, wow, it's going to be a lot of people sick. And uh, I think it's a great <clears throat> debate whether to shut New York down or not. Oh, New York and is pretty much shut down. I know, you, you know, so it's, yeah, like, it's blank. Right, but that's down. New Jersey, New York, well, uh, places like that. Los Angeles and yeah. uh, New Orleans as well. What San Francisco, was, Los Angeles, mm, all of those. those big cities, Seattle, Washington, and those mm. are like we we want to look at New York, and New York is a major entry into the country from all over the world. It is. And you have a lot of different ethnic groups, ethnic groups and people from, you know, all over concentrated in one space. So we're talking about millions of people in a very small space. Mm-hmm. But their outbreak actually kind of set off in a suburb. But, you know, they have to look at the densely populated areas and try to get those numbers under control and keep those numbers intact. And people want to compare like a Tulsa to Denver, not well, Tulsa to New York, that kind of situation. But we're not in high rises. We don't have like a thousand people living in high rise buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's no. totally, totally different. And the thing with New Orleans, New Orleans is a different beast, too, because they don't have the same type of living no, situations. Don't. But socially, New Orleans is, as far as social life and being uh, in the mix about, and being around about and doing. Being down on Bourbon oh, Street and all that kind of stuff. Well, they down shut there. Bourbon Street. Oh, yeah, I know they shut it down. Oh, man, it the high before, traffic, you right, know. People it was tourists like for sure. Out. People love to hang out, love to have Picnics, barbecues, crawfish boils, whatever. They do. You know, uh, going out on a Monday night, Blue Monday. Mm-hmm, just on a Monday just night. Ev- on a mon- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's always something popping off in New Orleans. Always. And so you have a different type of culture as far as, you know, socializing in that space. So, you know, everywhere is different. Tulsa's a little different, but we haven't been hit like the others. Our numbers are creeping up. But what's really coming out is the the when people say they have pneumonia and they send you mm-hmm. home and say you have pneumonia and hospitals aren't necessarily checking for COVID nineteen. So we have we have some hot spots here in around Tulsa that people aren't necessarily talking about, like Kelly Kellyville. And, Heard about that? Yeah, and it's sort of like those. A lot of the people that are in those hot spots, they're all kind of connected some shape, form, or fashion. You know, it was, it was a husband and wife, I heard, that was at ORU that became ill. And, and then the guy that was 50-something years old, he was connected to them some kind of way. Mm-hmm. So in our, in our midst of trying to, you know, let's get together, let's pray, let's do this, it's spreading. Yes, so is. we have to be mindful of who we're around, how we contact, how we talk to each other, you know, food and everything. Everything. Basically. Yeah. You know, just our environment in general. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that's um it's a trip. So I'm just Blue like, one thing, but when you can't breathe, it's a whole new ball game. And they've been talking about the ventilators <clears throat> and I heard that uh they're expensive to make. Not only are expensive to make, it's expensive to like have somebody to operate them on a regular basis. Mm. You know, you have your pulmonologist there; they have to 
do the settings to, you know, mm-hmm. vents are just, when I worked ICU, I was like, I hated when I had you to work. You worked in ICU? Yes, I hated when I had to do ICU when somebody was on a vent. I was like, ugh, because they can't talk to you. You have to do suction. You have to give a medication. When they start coughing and the vents start going off, it's like the pressure you know, it's like a signal. If the pressure goes up in the lungs or whatever, it, I was just like, oh, just please don't give me anybody on a vent. Hated mm, it. Absolutely really? hated it. Yep. Hmm. Vent, I, I did not like vents at all. I do a wound all day long. Before you do a vent. Before I did a vent, yep. I didn't like, mm. I didn't like doing vents at all. <clears throat> so here in Tulsa, uh, they have certain designated hospitals, do they? I think they're based on trauma. Tra- tra- you, I, I'm not sure, but they're different hospitals and different levels of, you know, if you ever got some places like, oh, God, as far as I'm like not, wounds heard, and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. or gunshot wounds or, you know, you probably go to Hillcrest quicker because they're sad probably see more of that than you would now, say. I heard that St. Francis has the most uh, corona victim, you know, mm. out there. You wow. Know, so. That's probably why I've been hearing what I've been hearing mm-hmm. from St. Francis. And St. Francis. And yeah. Some are at St. John, but um, the majority of they're them just are. taking priority with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. you know, and so mm-hmm. if you have a so don't get sick on to something else because you may not get treated going to the hospital. Right. You right. may have to just wait in the lobby until they can get to you. Uh, they tell you not, if you don't have, if you're not running a fever mm-hmm. and you know they're not seeing a lot of folks. If I you just, got something else going on beside that mm, stomachache or something. Don't come up here because you mm-mm, mm-mm. some of the stuff people went to the emergency room. That's for. what they said. They say don't be running up in there because you might because not you got a headache. Home. You know. Because you got something, because they're not, they're not going to see you. Your stomach ache is not priority right now. You yeah. better go take you some whatever, take some your pecta. Right, or something like that. And go sit and down. try to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Ramal's remedies or something. Man, it's, it's insane. It is absolutely Our country's insane. never been in a situation like this probably no. in years since smallpox and measles decades. back in the day, decades, decades. back in the day. Polio. Yeah, polio. Stop. Uh, and all of those type of uh, diseases that took place. Mm-hmm. And now we have uh, this going on, which is affecting all walks of life. Everybody. Everyone is being affected. With Everyone. Um, the faith-based organizations are being shut down totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them are streaming. Everybody's yeah. going to technology right, right now. Yeah, you're forced, you're forced to use technology. You got to use technology, you know. Right now. Yeah, you so, You've got to. People are working from home. the social piece. I have friends that are working in, working at home. I have some friends that have been home, sitting at home since March. Okay. 8th. March 8th, huh? Yeah. Mm. Just can't go nowhere. Because mm-hmm. in New York, they were, for, those, they were, for those people that can shelter in place, please do so. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and I'm noticing the people that are sheltering in place are those people with the resources and the funds to do so, and the type of job allows them to do that as well. But if you are not in those type of you know positions, and you like a lawyer can you know shelter in place and mm-hmm. write briefs or whatever, you know talk to somebody over the phone or video. That's true. But 
just say, like me, a home health nurse, I got to be out in the thick of it all. Yeah, right Unless after I was a it. nurse on, in, in, on the floor, like an ICU nurse, you have to be in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have extremes there, but just say for, for CNA, or, yeah, CNA, someone like that works in the hospital, that, I mean, they're not getting paid a whole lot compared to nurses. And they, and they have all calls for people in the medical profession, right? Right. right? right. They not. They may not get it because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. They may not get it. I I saw a one lady in New York. She decided to stay, and they started paying her like a hundred dollars an hour. Mm. But she's probably working straight twelve. You know, three back to back twelve or something crazy every like day. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Every day of the week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> have you seen anyone with the virus? Have you seen anyone? I know some people that got infected with the virus. Oh, because so you know some people got infected. <laughs> and I was. Well, we don't, we're, we're not going to. We're not going to say what you were. Close, we're all in close proximity, but uh-huh. it was just like y'all sick. But see, I got tested, and I, you know, once oh, you I got did? tested, my test came back negative. Uh-huh. But well, I'm glad to hear of, that. Yeah, a lot of people, you know. Oh, my God. A lot of people got sick after they came back. I know a couple of people that were on that are that are on vents now mm-hmm. as we speak. That's sad. Sad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. You know, so, so it's well, glad you're OK and everything is fine too. with you because you never know if you've been exposed to someone who has it. Exactly. That's the whole key right there. Exactly. You can think you're OK and feeling good and been around someone who has that virus. And you know they don't even know they and got. They don't it. know they have it, uh-huh. and they don't, you don't know you have it. You know you're asymptomatic, mm-hmm. asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. You have no symptoms whatsoever. Everything is good. No fever. No nothing. I I know of a woman that was in that category. She said I tested positive, but I have no symptoms. No symptoms at all. At all. But her husband, on the other hand, is on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. So it's just like well, what? Husband's on a ventilator. Yes, huh? yes. And they missed her, huh? Yes, missed her. But like I tell you, this group I was with, they um, it's crazy because they had a lot of females in the group and a lot of men. And it's like most of the men came down ill. The men the got husband. sick, but the ladies the didn't get sick. Did the women did not. And there's this doctor on, he's from Nashville, worked mm-hmm. with the... National Institute of Health, mm-hmm. African American guy went to Meharry, mm-hmm. and he explained how this disease. Um, you have more men that are exposed that are that are more susceptible because of their chromosomal make. Men have oh, XY really? chromosome, okay, women right, have exactly. XX, right. and the X chromosome has more of a space where there's more production. In, um, like I want to say. Some, that fights off infection, you know, so those genes are able to create more. I, I don't, I can't quote him verbatim, but listening to him, I was like, wow, that's why, literally, because men have XX, men have XY, women have XX, mm-hmm. so with two X chromosomes, you have more of that gene that helps fight off infections and disease and whatnot, as opposed to men just having one X chromosome, so... I was like, wow, I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I can't let me see if I can find this nigga. Somebody 
friend of mine yeah. works at um, Vanderbilt, and she sent it over to me because I told her what had happened. And she's like, girl, you need to go sit down somewhere. She but told you like, that? Yeah, but she sent me this link, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go check them out. So mm-hmm. listen, well, we, you know, something, wash your hands. Oh, absolutely. You know, and. And he talked about that, too. Don't be touching your face. He talked about that, too. Yeah, you know, because uh, because that virus can actually just. If you sneeze or something like that, it can just spread in the area and, like and land on yeah, 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 just a regular sneeze and land on the surface of tables and chairs or whatever. And boy, you sit down and boom, there you got it. You know, so we need to be careful and very careful and very really take care of. His name uh, is Dr. James E. K. Hildreth. Mm-hmm. Hildreth. So if people want to Google him and find out, find that video. From um, Nashville, mm-hmm. it's, I was just like, it was maybe eight eight minute clip that he was on the mm-hmm. air, but he really broke it down. And mm-hmm. I think that's what people need to hear and see someone that's giving them, using layman's mm-hmm. terms. So the, the general it. can explain like, this is what's happening. This is why you're more susceptible if you are a smoker, if you have asthma. Um you know, it's it's some pretty good people out there. You just gotta find them to yeah, you gotta that find information. Them. Well, you know the the White House, the White House, the White House. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just got off of the TV I, as I was coming over here, and I mm-hmm. saw them talking about uh, some of the things that were going to be going on mm-hmm. and how to prevent this virus from actually spreading. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about vents, ventilators, right, and they right. were talking about mask and surgical mm-hmm. gear, how many millions and stuff like that. Let's see. Uh, we're going to take a break right quick and we're going to hear what they got to say. Okay. And let's say you know who's going to be speaking. Oh, so. God. That's why people don't listen because he be up there and he's yeah. just like, oh. Yeah, 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 it is. Annoying. It is. People. Very comfortable here. A lot of room. And we appreciate you being here. Yesterday, I announced that we would be extending our social distance guidelines through the end of April. This is based on modeling that shows the peak in fatalities will not arrive for another two weeks. The same modeling also shows that by very vigorously following these guidelines, we could save more than one million American lives. Think of that, one million American lives. Our future is in our own hands, and the choices and sacrifices we make will determine the fate of this virus and really the fate of our victory. We will have a great victory. We have no other choice. Every one of us has a role to play in winning this war. Every citizen, family, and business can make the difference in stopping the virus. This is our shared patriotic duty. Challenging times are ahead for the next 30 days. And this is a very vital 30 days. We're sort of putting it all on the line, this 30 days. So important because we have to get back. But the more we dedicate ourselves today, the more quickly we will emerge on the other side of the crisis. And that's the time we're waiting for. The more we commit ourselves now, the sooner we can win the fight and return to our lives, and they will be great lives, maybe better than ever. Today we reached a historic milestone in our war against the 
coronavirus. Over one million Americans have now been tested, more than any other country by far, not even close, and tested accurately. And I think what I'd like to do is ask Secretary Azar, who's done a fantastic job, to come up and just say a few words about the fact that we reached substantially now more than one million tests. Please. Thank you, Alex. Well, thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership in marshalling all the resources that we have for this unprecedented testing effort. And thank you, Mr. Vice President, for leading a whole of economy approach to testing. As the president mentioned today, the United States hit more than 1 million samples tested, a number that no other country has reached. We're now testing nearly 100,000 samples a day, also a level that no other country has reached. I want to thank every partner that has been involved in this effort. That includes all of the men and women of the FDA and the CDC, including Director Redfield and Commissioner Hahn. Together, the FDA and CDC have worked to balance the need for testing on an aggressive scale with the scientific rigor that Americans expect. Working with our testing coordinator, Admiral Girois, they have now truly unleashed the ingenuity of the private sector and our state and local leaders, the centerpieces of America's historic approach to testing. I want to thank those state and local leaders who have used their on-the-ground resources and knowledge to lead testing and make it much more easily accessible to the Americans who need it. I'm also grateful to FEMA, with whom we're now working closely to get state and local partners what they need. I also want to thank CMS, where Administrator Verma has given healthcare providers unprecedented flexibility to scale up capacity for testing and treatment and has ensured that tests will be paid for. Finally, we would not be where we are today without the many American companies, entrepreneurs, and scientists who have worked day and night to develop, as of today, 20 different emergency testing options. With the FDA responding to requests for authorization typically within 24 hours, the number of options is growing nearly every day. FDA has also opened up new options for using the available tests, like self-swabbing and new options for reagents. I also want to thank FDA and other components of HHS for incredibly rapid action on other tools that we need. This weekend, we actually worked to secure 30 million tablets from Sandoz and 1 million tablets from Bayer of hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine, which are potential COVID-19 treatments. And we authorized Battelle's new decontamination machines, which can each sterilize thousands of essential N95 masks for reuse every day. So thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership. And thank you to everybody who's played a part in getting us where we are today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'd like to ask uh, Dr. Hahn to come up, FDA, because we have some really good stuff. Uh, first of all, the numbers have been incredible on testing, but in the days ahead, we're going to go even faster, and we have something from Abbott Labs, which is right here, and that's a five-minute test, highly accurate, and I maybe can show that as we listen to our FDA commissioner, the job he's done and the uh, approval process. Uh, we talked about the uh, chloroquine and the hydroxychloroquine just now. Uh, I thought that I'd mention it, but Alex has already done that. But we have that now under test with 1,100 people in New York, and it was only the fast approval by FDA that allowed us to do that. It was a really rapid approval. And 
Doctor, please say a few words. And this is the first one on the line of the five-minute test from Abbott. Thank you, Mr. President, for your leadership. Thank you, Mr. Vice President, for your leadership of the task force. Um, I'm very proud of FDA staff's work in the last few months to expedite the availability of testing in this country. I'm also incredibly appreciative of private industry's ingenuity and willingness to work with us quickly to develop and distribute those tests. We've had a substantial addition to testing uh, with the authorization of point of care tests, especially the Abbott point of care test, which the president has pulled out of the box. A point of care test is a test that gives you a result where you're getting care. This is truly a, uh, a patient-centered approach, whether it's the doctor's office, a hospital, an emergency room, an urgent care center, or a drive-by testing site. Just like tests for flu or strep, where you go to the doctors, you get the test done, you can get an answer within minutes of having this test done. Now, uh, with those tests being approved for Abbott and for others, these are available around the country. They're planning to scale up the number of tests that can be put out throughout the country over the next month, and patients can get the answer within as little as 15 to 5 minutes. And then, of course, an appropriate plan of treatment can be given. Um, we at FDA are working quickly uh, with Abbott as well and other testing approaches, and normally these tests take months to develop. I was on the phone today with the Abbott CEO. He told me that normally this is a 9 to 12-month approach to developing a point-of-care test. They did this in collaboration with FDA and U.S. government within weeks. Abbott has shared that they will be delivering these tests tomorrow, and then we'll be ramping up. Just have to emphasize one thing. The most innovative and safe products come from the private sector in partnership with government, taking an all-hands-on-deck approach, just like in this case. And the other point here is that Abbott and FDA worked together to make sure that we had a fast, reliable, and accurate test to market. Thank you. Great job, too. Really great job. Thank you. Okay. Hey, that's what we've been talking about. That's a little bit from uh, the White House, so you guys can get that information. Go to YouTube. <clears throat> Type in coronavirus, and it'll, it should pull up for you. Sherry, you, we were talking about the city of Tulsa here and uh, some of the shutdowns and rules and regulations and things like that, right? Right. So over the weekend, councilwoman or councilman, however you want to say it, but she would probably say councilwoman. Who was that? Vanessa Hall Harper. Okay, council. She, mm-hmm. she sent out. I know councilman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> council she sent woman. out her community newsletter. Right. And it included information. Tulsans are safer at home. That's the campaign that the city of Tulsa set out. Mm-hmm. They said safer at home, order in place for all Tulsans, safer at home. So some of the guidelines are, it says Tulsans, as we work together as a community to limit the spread of COVID-19, the Tulsa Safer at Home Executive Order, facts in the state of Oklahoma essentials, the non-essential business list can be found. So they have cityoftulsa.org backslash COVID-19 to give you an idea of the non-essential business list that you that, that you know people fall under. Mm-hmm. But it says under the under the Tulsa Safer at Home Order begins tonight at 12. Well, 11.59 p.m., that was Saturday night. Tulsans can go to the grocery store, convenience, a warehouse store, go to the pharmacy to pick up medications and other health care necessities, go to the medical appointment, check your doctor or provider first, 
go to a restaurant for takeout, delivery, or drive-through, care or support a friend or family member, take a walk, ride your bike, hike, jog, and be around nature for your exercise. Just keep at least six feet between you and others in the community. Walk your pets and take them to the veterinarian if necessary. Help someone get necessary supplies for their health and well-being. Under the essential guidelines provided by the state of Oklahoma, basic health tips, COVID-19 is spread from person-to-person contact. Contraction can best be prevented through washing hands and physical distancing up to six feet. And then she gives the website again. For more information, visit www.tulsa-health.org backslash COVID-19. So those are basically the things that we can do, mm-hmm. right? Right. During this crisis right here. Right, right. So I wonder what are some of the things you can't do? We're not supposed to have a party at the bar with 15 people in attendance. And remember at the I bar, know. they and shut down. Hey, they just shut down a few bars. Yeah, so, but, mm-hmm. but that, Somebody went live on Facebook. But that's the type of stuff. The mindset of a lot of people, uh-huh. I mean, we're, we're definitely in a pandemic, but the mindset, we're in Oklahoma, I always remember that, where you can walk around with a shotgun, pistol, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you can do whatever you so want you to here. you have to also keep that in mind, the people that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You, can't tell me to, you, can't, you can't tell me to sit in my house. I want to sit in my house. I want to do what That's I want to do. That's the mindset of some of these people here That's in Oklahoma. That's the mindset of a lot of people. So sheltering in place means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Some people will sit in the house with the blinds closed and, you know, you go from one mm-hmm. extreme to the other. So you have people that will, okay, well, I'm going to go out my yard. Cause I saw a lot of people out in their yards doing yard work yesterday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. You heard lawnmowers and everything going on, kids outside playing and whatnot. So you mm-hmm. have, you have people moving around, but then you have those, some folks, okay, I'm going to go fishing. Well, you can't go mm-hmm, to the lake. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a state for a little bit. Well, I'm going to go find somebody's pond or strip pit where I can go fishing. So, But you still have people like that. Mm-hmm. And you can't, I mean, until until it happens to you and, and you know someone that's personally going through it, that's what hits home, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's the only thing that hits home for and a lot of people. And it hits home, too. Yeah. It really does. And you don't, you know, people, you don't expect it to happen to you or anyone in your family. And then when it does, and the symptoms, you know, people, when you listen to people that say they've gone through it, it's the part where they can't breathe. Can't that's breathe at all. Because they start feeling good. And then all of a sudden you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, you're laying up at night and all of a sudden you got to, you're trying to suck up the whole room for air, just trying to get some air and you can't. Can't get that's any scary. air at all, right? That is scary because of all the fluid that's accumulated in your lung space and your mm-hmm. alveoli. And you're like, dang, man. It's crazy. It's real it's crazy. crazy. Too crazy. Well, hey, just to go in another little direction, won't you? <clears throat> want to let you guys know that this coming Saturday, if you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have a drive through free school supply giveaway. Now, see, Bobby, that's just wrong. You know oh. that's wrong. Oh, what's wrong about that? It's, it's just not right. Uh, what are you talking about? Hey, 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 hey the house. they out there, hey, riding around <laughs> on them bicycles and stuff. 
right? Walking and stuff. So yeah. it's drive through. <laughs> it's drive through. It's, it's you not know. No. no, you ain't gonna be sitting and hanging out over here on the inside oh, over God. here. But you will be able to drive through and get you some and get your supplies. kids some school supplies from 11 a.m. to 2:15. Okay. This Saturday. <laughs> You know, April the 4th, you know what I mean? Ain't no gathering, ain't no party, so don't come by here trying to hang out and, you know, come on the inside keep and all moving, that. Keep it moving. You're going to have to keep it moving. Yeah. You know, that's presented by Eden Media Services, 1533 North Norfolk Avenue. Uh, you can call 918-850-1737 if you want to donate. You know, grades pre-K to college. And it's on a first come first serve basis. So what all are you guys passing out? Because I'm thinking about we got some, in the house. We got some of everything. Okay. We got. I'm saying when I say everything, like paper, pencils, paper, pencils, rulers, markers, uh, ink pens, uh, uh, spiral notebooks. We got so much stuff. Let me tell you. See that would rulers, erasers. We got stuff to give to people and these kids, and we're going to package it all up based upon um, the grade levels. And as you come by, what grade is your ch- child in? Well, Man, in that boy six. getting ready to graduate. I'm like, he, we, <laughs> look, I need you to be gone. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? That's a lot of, you know what? <laughs> Education is so important. Yes, it is. And kids are sitting at home right now. Lost. Lost. lost They're not two doing weeks. Here's the thing: when you're in a classroom yeah. and you co- and they come back from spring break, you're like, "Well, dang, y'all don't, y'all forgot everything we learned in the month of March." Right, exactly. Okay, so you, you, it's a setback. So setback. Now you're literally who's teaching your child? And some of these parents loving hip hop. Uh, they they got the TV and they There's got the computers and they got the playstations and all of that just, unless you got somebody on your baby's look, neck look your education baby ain't doing anything you know what parents you're in the house all of the whole family's in the house so take some time out to homeschool your child while they're there <laughs> please take some time out i'm saying you know they can't be just on playstation all day and all night you know and you're not letting them go outside i already know that and they're just eating, eating food, eating, eating. Eating up the whole house. Once all the food is gone, it'll be okay. Yeah, but you're That's not, you're not teaching them, them anything. Just, leave, just let them eat That's the why they need to come by and get some of these school supplies and stuff that some of those kids left their stuff at in school. make them write their... Look, those that left their stuff at school probably never took it home in the first place. Well, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> so a lady called me the other day. She says, Mr. Eden, I don't have transportation to come and get... Uh, school supplies for my son, but I'd love for someone. Do you have a way of delivering them? I said, I don't know. I got to see if I can get a volunteer or something like, to bring you something like that. But you're going to come by here. We're going to have on gloves and masks, you know, and the Juice Radio Show and Not Forgotten Children will be out there and uh, you just pass by the tent, you know, roll your window down. How many kids you got? And we'll just give you some school supplies for free. Man, it's funny. Someone put a little had a little cartoon out about somebody homeschooling their kid. <laughs> just it is what, hilarious. What, is it hilarious? Because I'm like, trust me, I understand. Because when your child is not getting it, and you don't have the patience for that, you mean to to, to, to educate teach, them to and teach, teach them your child down. 
and your child may have a learning disability or maybe dyslexic and you don't quite get that because that's not your field. That's not what you do. You don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so you get frustrated. Your baby gets frustrated. Your baby, y'all just going at each other and you're sort of like, just go sit down. But here's the kicker right here. Your kid got, uh, say, math problems and stuff that you can't even handle yourself. (laughs) You don't even know how to work them. I was sitting up in the classroom Uh trying to teach some third graders, and I'm like, who in the heck teaches this this Mm -hmm. way? Mm -hmm. So even I had to relearn and rethink some things in order to get, you know, on their level, but the they were using Eureka Math, and that math concept is sort of like, we're going to teach them every kind of way to come up come up with the answer. So you may actually have five or six different ways to come up with the one answer. Mm-hmm. So you're teaching that. Yeah, you're so teaching it's it, just, huh? It's just like, oh, Lord, you're, you know, as opposed to back in our, look, one plus one is going to be two. Yeah, all day long. All day long. We're not going to try to figure We're out. We're not going through all of that. You, you learn that fact and you keep going. That's what you did. So. But now you have options so to come up with the number two. So it's if I different. have a quarter, put the quarter, put the quarter, put the quarter. How much is that? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, and you it's, know, it's special. And the, the parents got to know how to teach and what to do. But these kids don't just let your kids just sit at home and do do no education at all. You know, because we don't know when they're going to start back to school. We have no idea. Maybe the school year is over with this year. Maybe. I don't know. It is, it? is over. They can't. The school year is a wrap. Now, yeah, so, and my question is for those graduating seniors, what do they, I mean, what's going to be the plan for them? Bye. No. <laughs> Just bye. Okay, you graduated. Like, hey, y'all ain't going to have no prom. Yeah, no, have no nothing. You, you That's what I'm nothing. saying. So it's 2020 is hey, it's a dead for them. Year. Huh? Better make some friends, people that are around you. Y'all better say y'all whatever, whatever. Make some contact, something. Because That's true. It doesn't. It's not looking too good for y'all. It's not looking. Uh, class of 2020. I'm like, it's not looking I good mean, at all. And somebody was like, well, they can do online school. It's like they just need to get them kids they pay for sitting going about their. Yeah, but what about those kids who don't have? computers and stuff in their homes. Like I said, yeah. look, at this point, it, it is what it is. You were senior in 2020, instead of you going then to summer school, let you, great. you won. You out of here. You out here. We start all over with the next <laughs> Yeah, group. hey, go, go on to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. People, people may talk about me for that, but I'm like, for real? I don't know how they're going to handle it. I really don't. They I have no give them, idea. Give them their diploma and let them go. This is a special. 2020 was special. You got on. It was special. Yeah. It was special. What was it? When the teachers went on strike. Okay. And those uh, kids ended up graduating anyway. So. Okay. Well, here's another After year. missing a whole lot of stuff. But they were only on strike for like a week or so, right? Two weeks? How long were you on strike? It was a couple of weeks. Well, not long enough, but yeah. hey, they've got them. <laughs> they've been out of school now for a couple of weeks. So we're going to see what happens. But we're giving away those school supplies, like I said. <laughs> Y'all better come get them while they last. You know, Walmart donated it to us, and so we got a ton of them. And uh, we had it in storage, so we said, hey, well, we need to, they need to be studying, doing something productive. You know, so we're going to do that. 11 o'clock, 215.
1533 North Norfolk. Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday right? coming now. First come, first serve. Because when we, we've passed out that last tablet, it's over with. Mm-hmm. A paper tablet, not computer tablets, right? Just paper tablets. Oh, paper tablets. Okay. Oh, oh, man. No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. You think we passed out some computer <laughs> tablets? Ooh, I wish we could. Somebody, somebody felt bad and gave you some old, okay, y'all can have these. I wish we could pass out some computer tablets to underserved uh, children. So... Mm. Which would be very, very nice. You know, so wish we could do something like that. Well, hey, we're on the Bob Eaton Show. Me and Sherry Lasky, we've been talking about the coronavirus and uh, how it's affecting our community and people. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. You know, spray and sanitize down and wipe, 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 wipe. That's what we want you to do. And uh, we're going to take a little break. And we'll be right back in just a minute. So we want you to just stick around and let's see what we got right here. All right. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community. The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. Right about now. Let's go. Find them on Facebook, the Two Dog Sports Talk, a place sports talk is talked about from a fan's point of view. North Tulsa's very own sports talk on 89.9 FM and Facebook Live with Drone and Yo. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again... Call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. I might as well drop a, drop a little something on your hold up. Belly down. 
Messy Mika, Sunshine, Sunshine, Randall Lopez, Oatman, and DJ Perfecto. Yep, that's my crew. Wake up. Wake up every morning with your morning crew from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the all-new 89.9 FM Community Radio. KBOB. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Tune into the Groove Zone. Join Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor, every Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30. You're in the zone. On the all-new Community Radio, 89.9 FM. All right, we're back right here. We are, You ought to hear us off the air. Sherry, you got something over there. Play that for us. Okay, let play me that, Load that up and play that for our listening audience. Oh that is oh too funny. God. It is too it, And explain it, what they're listening to. Actually, it's in reference to how parents, you know, all parents are pretty much stuck at home trying to educate, try to, you know, fill in, fill in for the teachers. Right. And this is what it sounds like in a lot of homes. Now, this don't make no damn sense. Now, how you don't understand seven and three? Look at that damn, look at that damn TV one more damn time. That's your problem. Pay attention. Kelly had seven apples in the basket, Darius. She climbs the tree and drops three more apples in the basket, Darius. How many baskets, I mean, how many apples does uh, this little girl got in the See, now you messing me up, making me think something wrong with me. What's seven plus three? Five. Say five again. Boy, if you say five again, I'm going to put five across your head. Let me call you. How in the hell is that five, Darius? I'm going to let them put you in that grade. Let me call your daddy, because something ain't right with this. Hey. This boy here, uh, your son, did you have anything wrong with your brain in school? Because I know something wrong with you now. Was something wrong with you in school learning? Because this got to be on your side. This, I got my It's five, mama. How the hell is that? Say five again. Boy, that is too funny, too crazy. Oh what? Oh my God! Every time I hear it, I fall out. You fall out like Uh (laughs) got me over here. I can't even. I can't even ask. (laughs) Right, exactly. Something wrong with you when you was growing up? Something wrong with you when you were Somebody, his must have been on your side. <laughs> like, man. Oh boy. So funny. I could oh for those that are that are trying, those that are out here trying, that's probably the scenario being played out in a lot, a lot of, homes. of homes right now. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is going on in the house right now. Woo. And you know, I think the population's gonna increase too. Probably. Yeah. If, yeah, well, really. If you Little, if you don't have a central to... You, hey. If you don't have an essential job, <laughs> you see what happens in nine months. Oh man, yeah. probably. Oh yeah, probably. So. Oh, and, like uh, man, a lot of activity taking place inside mm-hmm. the home. And like, well, 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 hopefully it's with um, people that can afford. Because you're talking about all these kids being out of school, mm-hmm. making some more kids, making more kids, and don't have access to prophylactics and things of that oh, nature. Okay. A note telling. A lot of people watching movies too. Yeah, streaming. Net, Netflix, yeah, Netflix and all that. Yeah, streaming. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that's going on. Right. So. I'm I'm watching um Better Call Saul. This is like my second time watching that and I'm catching things like, Oh yeah, that's right when they bring um Gianno whatever, whatever from well, mm-hmm. from Spike Lee Flicks. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I just watched uh Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah, I watched that one, too. And I watched this one called For Life. 
I haven't seen that one. Yes, a black gentleman who gets convicted for life. Oh, that's the and he um, turns 50 into cents. An, 50 cents, yeah, right, right. Yeah, and he turns yeah. into an attorney, right. lawyer, and right. he gets himself right. out of there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, technicalities and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good, too. I, I, you know. I haven't. Like and then I watched one called Atlanta. Have you seen Atlanta? that one? Yeah, it's crazy. I, mean, I <laughs> don't like on a, Showtime. Yeah. But yeah, all I have right now is Netflix and just watching those and trying to watch a movie here and there. Like all, was it All American or yeah. something mm-hmm. with the young boy, you know, went to Beverly Hills. He's from, Com- yeah, from Crenshaw. Yeah, from Crenshaw. I've seen yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm, that I was a good movie. That one. Yeah. yeah. I watched that one. And he moves in with a family, mm-hmm. with the coach and all that kind yeah. of KD. Yeah. 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 That was a good movie. So yeah, that, and then they had a little clip in there with um, I guess it's recent because like I said, I just stumbled upon that one. Mm-hmm. And Nip, Nipsey Hussle was, you know, they had a little section in there. I guess in the during the time that they were filming or whatever that had happened, and they worked right. that into the mm-hmm. into the, the movie. movie. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was just like okay, yeah, okay, uh, which is a good thing. So yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, like I said, watching movies, a lot of people in the house, probably playing games and stuff like that. I cleaned up all uh, my closets except yeah, for one. I got one more closet yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. So that was the five days that I was, you know, sheltering in place uh-huh. because I got the test. And you're supposed to you're supposed to shelter in place 14 days after. But since my test was negative, uh-huh. since my test was negative, I was like, OK, I'm going to just I still right. need this. Exactly. Money, so. Put so, this mask on and go wash mask on. You know, a lot of people are doing a whole lot of cleaning and mm-hmm. clean up. And we did some too. Me and my son Trey, uh-huh. we kind of did some work and cleaning up and straightening up and uh-huh. throwing away stuff. And yeah, trying yeah. to just trying to downsize and, and clean. Like you, mm-hmm. I mean, you're there. You might as well. So I'm like, I don't know how many times you're gonna mop the floor. <sighs> I mean, you just like sweep, mop the floor, vacuum, sweep, mop, sweep. Mop, so, mm-hmm. it's, you, it's stuff that you do, but now you're really doing it because you don't have anything else to do. Yeah, you don't have nothing else to so. do. So it's a lot, you know. Yeah, so you can catch up on a lot of things. Yeah, you can. That you can do. Right. And I, um, I, like I, I did my beds and I got some stuff ready. I planted some gladiolas. Hopefully, everything I plant is just like, God, please let it come up. Because you don't know whether or not it's going to come up or when right. it's going to come up. So you just put it in the ground and say a prayer over and keep mm-hmm. going. So I had some um, flower bed done. And then in the process, I had leaves that I was trying to compost. Mm-hmm. And the things with your soil and your leaves, worms come up. And I was just like, oh, my God, these are some of the biggest worms I've ever seen in my life. Big gigantic worms? Yeah, but that's because the soil is good. You know, and yeah. they've been able to live there that long to get that big. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get it with But, you know, after all the stuff that I've done in my life, these worms still make me squirm. Period. They still just make me like, yeah. The worms. The, the worms. Do you the touch worms. them? Yeah, I, have, I pick them. I have no problem, but it's still... It wasn't like that when I was younger. Now that I've gotten, oh, I know better, but it's just the whole, like, ooh. The idea. This is like, okay, I'm not fishing with y'all, so this is not, <laughs> this doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem real, huh? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it was, it was, uh, yesterday was a little of, different. 
Yesterday, you know me, I'm not afraid of any worms. Yeah. I used to fish yeah. back in the day and I did stick too. them on the hook. I did put them on the hook. Stop and call it a day. That, but now it's just like a whole nother animal. Worms. Something with those worms. Is that what it is? Yes. I mean, it's just like jump when you see it. I'm like, that's a worm. Now, hold on. Hold on. You think it's going to do something to you? <laughs> I, I know it's not going to do anything, but it's just all the wiggly. The wiggle uh, part. Yeah, oh, so that's the part you're dealing do, with, huh? Yeah, I I, I call myself doing like um, some worm composting. I don't know. It's just like, okay, I think these worms are dead because they're not moved. And <laughs> so they're not moving. I think huh? I didn't kill the worms. Ah. So it's crazy. I'm just like, okay, just. Just I'll put them outside. Hey, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know if they got too hot for them. Some of, some of them moved up to the side and they're all clumped up together, looking nasty. So yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time with this worm thing, and they just need to be out in the yard and not in the compost bin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so, crazy. That's crazy. That's a part of mm-hmm. that's a part of dirt and earth, and you know, it's, it's just a part of it, right? It's part of it, but you're like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good right there. Anyway, we're here, and the weather, like you said, is dreary and, and wet. wet and raining, and people are probably in the house right about now. Mm-hmm. And some people are just now getting off from work, hit at home. Yeah. And those of you who are listening, uh, we've been talking about the coronavirus here on 89.9 KBOB FM. Me and Sherry Lasky in here. And uh go take a couple of breaks. We got a commercials, we gotta pay the bills, we gotta do all kind of stuff. So all right. So stick around. Edurec is a youth and family fund center located at fifty four twenty four North Madison Avenue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At Edurec, we offer a host of activities for children and families of the Tulsa community at little to no cost. To find out about the many programs, activities, and services offered at Edurec, please visit our website, www.edurectulsa.com, or just give us a call at 918-430-3947. Fitting Back In is a reintegration program designed to help those released from prison to fit back into the community as productive, valuable members of society. They help schedule various classes such as anger management, substance abuse, and mental health. They also work with different programs in the community to provide job training. If you or someone you know needs help with resources in career development, employment, or housing, to find out more information, call 918-552-3500 or stop by 2121 North Harvard Avenue, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tulsa, get ready for the all-new show on KBOB 89.9 FM with Joyce Williams and Mr. Daryl Bright. Education, no blame, no shame, no excuses. On the all-new station, 89.9 FM, KBOB. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U T R E E P dot com as well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree. And you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202-910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10 minute consultation and we can have you hooked up. Peace. 
Big, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. It's the Juice Radio Show, bringing the liveest people on our show. Tulsa's top chefs, music artists, and entrepreneurs sit down exclusively with the Juice. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. Let's do it. Tune into the Groove Zone. Join Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor, every Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30. You're in the zone on the all-new Community Radio, 89.9 FM. Oh, yeah, this is Bobby Eaton. Hey, on the Bobby Eaton Show, every Monday, Wednesday, and uh, at 6 o'clock p.m. And I used to be on Friday nights, but we're turning that into Funky Friday. Funky Friday is a evening where we'll be featuring a lot of Tulsa, Oklahoma artists, musicians, singers, vocalists, things like that. And uh, if we can ever get out from under this coronavirus We'll be having, um, you know, some fun out here outside when it warms up, picnic table and stuff, you know, if we can ever get off from under it. All right. This Saturday, I'm going to keep saying it, Saturday, 11 o'clock until 2.15, here at 1533 North Norfolk, uh, Eden Media Services, Juice Radio Show, Not Forgotten Children. We're passing out free school supplies. Again, free school supplies. It's a drive-through only. So you just get in your car, drive up, and someone will give you some school supplies, and you just drive off. First come, first serve. You know, so we're going to be gloved up and masked up, and, you know, we're just going to be doing it around here. And it's our way of giving back to the community in honor of education. Because we know them babies is just at home doing nothing. Some of you, you parents not going to take time out to have them read a book or do something. You're going to put them on, you're going to let the TV babysit them and PlayStation and Xbox babysit them when they need to be doing some work, at least sometime during the day. You know, it's playtime. You can do that, but take an hour, a couple of hours for them to do something. You know, with their education. So we're going to do that Saturday, April 4th. All right, Sherry. Man. You know what? We were talking off uh, mic about this stimulus, uh, this money that everybody's supposed to be getting, you know, American people. 
And uh, you got any information on that? Well, yeah. Here's the crazy part. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the numbers. And this is information. The numbers. I, now, you guys listen NPR. up. Listen up. This is NPR. And they had a little graph or data bank showing how much money. So for public health, $153 billion. One five three billion dollars. That's, that's just, for public that's health. That's for public health. Okay. That's taking care of you, me, and everybody Joe down the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. State and local governments. Now this that public health is strictly for public health goes boom. State and local governments, three hundred and thirty nine billion dollars. Small businesses, three hundred and seventy seven billion dollars. Big corporations, five hundred billion dollars. Individuals, this is money that they're going to give to the general public. General public. Yeah. Now you, this is the one that everybody that, interested yeah. in. Five hundred and sixty billion. That's estimate, but that goes to people that earn less than seventy-five thousand dollars a year. Okay. My problem with this is right off the gate, you're only giving one one hundred fifty-three billion for public health. The reason why you're in the situation you're in because, because you did not pu- fund public health to begin with. Exactly. So it need to be funded more than anything. Anything. So the other part, like state and local governments, state and local governments, you know, that's where they're starting to you're starting to see the rift between your Fed and your government. So state. So it's sort of like mm-hmm. from the federal level that well, well, how come y'all didn't take care of that ahead of time? Mm-hmm. We didn't know anything about this happening. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And we have our emergency preparedness in place, but our emergency preparedness isn't necessarily dealing with pandemic type of situation. And if we For were sure. given the information ahead of time, guess what? We could have prepared ourselves better while, you know, a, a whole month lag time. It's December is when they started seeing this. True. So you had December and January before it hit hard into February. You had almost three months to get ready for this, but we didn't fault you, you. You said it was a hoax and your people bought into that too, knowing those numbers. So that that's a mess. And then you have some states get the money. Other states get the money like New York, Governor Cuomo having to talk crazy. He got to go money. crazy just to get just the money. Get the money for, for my, my, this is the epicenter, New York, one mm-hmm, of the epicenters. For sure. So, and you're talking crazy about, well, where the masks go? Where the ventilators go? You said you had some. How many do you really need? That absolutely unacceptable. And then you have your small businesses. Small businesses are getting more than states. What's the figure the, on that? Three hundred and seventy-seven billion. They're getting more than your local state government. Small. So businesses. I qualify for that. Huh? Yeah, you. But you ain't. You got any employees on paper? Yeah. Okay. You got employees. Mm-hmm. That I got a couple. Paying. You can. And so you can say that you paid them. You can get the loan out and get you go to SA. You don't even have to go to the small business. You go straight to your bank for this one. But what do you mean like, straight to your bank? I heard when the, when I was listening on TV, they were talking about this is a small business loan, but most small business loans, you have to go to your SBA office. But this particular loan, you go straight to your bank and your bank will handle it. You're trying to stream. Oh, so you just go to the bank and say, hey, look, this yeah, is this, my business. Right. And they're going to hook it up yeah, to where they deposit it in right. your account. Once they get all of that, once they get all of that information together. Yeah. Yeah. And big corporations get five. 
hundred billion dollars. That's more than anything, isn't it? Guess what? what? How, how much have they paid five hundred billion dollars into the system as far as taxes are concerned? Number one, mm-hmm. I got a problem with that. I got a problem okay. with that one for sure. All right, taxes. It's you know have any of these. So I'm like, this money is coming from the people. Oh, for sure. All, all, whoever has to pay in taxes, mm-hmm. if the, that's who the money should go to the people as opposed to these corporations that are giving you money, making donations to your to your campaign or whatever, writing personal checks. Mm-hmm. And you decided, okay, well, I'll give well, Walmart a chance. Yeah. And, you know. I think most people are really concerned, uh, the average blowjo, what are they getting out of this? For for good reason, you know, and so people are, when it, when people are talking when I I'm getting a thousand dollars that ain't nothing I'm getting and guess which, what that's what I was getting guess ready what? To Walmart say. they get it they get some of and it's not that many big corporations it says five okay you yeah. traded on the side we're going for them. the Fords this yeah. is for Walmart this is for Target we're right that exactly type. those type <laughs> of big humongous corporations how much money have you paid in mm-hmm. in the last four or five right, years exactly so so. And then uh, are they getting? You're saying you get a thousand dollars per person. Then they said five. Somebody I heard some five hundred dollars per child. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the time with five hundred dollars per child. So if you're in a household and you got four children and a wife and a, a husband and four children, they should get about what? Let's say it says most individuals earning less than $75,000 right. can expect a one-time cash payment of $1,200. Married couples would each receive a check and families would get $500 per child. That means a family of 4 earning less than 150,000 can expect $3,400. Okay? For the whole family. For the whole family. Yeah. So it's just, I'm. I man, that's uh, and then you got big corporate no businesses, think, billions I mean, of dollars. Okay, when you look at what other countries are doing, they may be smaller than us. I don't know, but you know, they're giving their people to giving two thousand dollars a month for four months, that kind of thing. Yeah, this, which would be better. This is a one-time hit. A one-time hit. Okay. And you know what? When you look at a thousand dollars. About time you pay your – some your people mortgage. can't even pay their mortgage right. for that, right. depending on where you live in this right. country. Because right. if you're living in New York or some of the bigger cities, no, $1,000 is not going to do nothing. $1,000 may pay some of your utility bills, right. a couple of them. But you but still got to pay your rent and mortgage. Rent and that's mortgage, thing, yeah. How are they – okay, how are they going to – you know, you think about foreclosures. So are you going to hold off it's on going to be a lot of that Are you going to re? Are you going to re? I guarantee you that there are going to be a lot of foreclosures. A lot of people have lost their jobs and won't be going back to work. Right. Unemployment is off the roof right, right. now. But they're filing for it, and it's going to just spiral out. And see, as a yeah. business, if I don't have to hire you back and I can work with the skeleton crew that I have, mm-hmm. I'm going to work with the skeleton crew because I'm. I get to keep more of the money. That's and, the other part. That and you know what you're going to have also is a lot of people who are going to become accustomed to staying at home. If you right now you get accustomed to staying at home you're and not to going to work, you're going to try to figure out a way not to have Stay to go home. back I'm, to I'm do anything. You know. I'm guilty because of one week yeah. that I was gone, I was like, ooh, this feels good. Yeah, it feels I good. I got to get up and run around and rip around. I can take care of just do me. Right. 
That's living. Exactly. That's how they live. That's how you just do me. I don't have to do anything. I don't, I don't have to worry about um, yeah. everything I've done. I've done for myself. Uh huh. Everything I've done. Yeah. You do for yourself, and that's a different type of feeling. You know, one of my is a totally different feeling. One of my DJs came in here, and he was coming to work, and he said, "B man, I just man, they just let me go. <laughs> I lost my job, and he just got a new car. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and a new apartment." Mm-hmm. You know, both of those are brand new. He hasn't had his apartment for maybe a few months and wow. his car within the last month. Right. And he right. said, man, they let me go off my right. job. I said, wow. Right. That type you of know, thing. That type of thing. So. And so you can't, I mean, it's all, you can't really get wrapped up in like, here you go, here you go. As long as I got a place to lay my head, you know, might have to stack, go stay with somebody or something. Yeah. But it's just. That's just what we. And he are had right just now. he had just moved out out of his mother's home. You better go back to mama's house. Yeah, I'm like, man, you are gonna have to. He said, man, I'm gonna make it some kind of way. Yeah. I'm gonna find out. So we got so many situations. All kind of situations you know, floating around here. Floating around, so people that's are crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's the type of situation that people people in position prey on this. Yeah, they do. Prey on. That's the system. It's, yeah, it is, and it's for an. Well, okay. If you have the funds and the resource, if you have a second home in a place that you can travel to, to quote unquote, get away from a New York or Cali or, you know, Washington, and you go to a rural environment or New Mexico where where it's not highly populated or Idaho where it's not densely populated, you know, or Mm -hmm. Oklahoma for that matter. True. And you come here, and guess what? You still gonna get sick with coronavirus, even if you had it. <laughs> yeah. Even if you had that house on Grand Lake. That's true. Okay, because you're still gonna have to come in contact with folks to get whatever you need, your day to day, whatever. Some people can stock up and stay in place, hunker down in one place. The only people that's probably like, okay, I told y'all, are those folks that have been stacking food since 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the, only, they're the only ones like, I told y'all, I told y'all something like this going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they're probably the only ones that are like, got all my tissue paper, got, got all everything. my rocks, got all my bing greens. Mm-hmm. And everything, yeah. Huh? So it's crazy. It's crazy. You got all your stuff? I have, put it like this, I don't eat a lot of food. I may do one meal a day and some yeah. coffee, you know, and a little snacker here or there here during the day. Mm-hmm. But push comes to shove. I got some seeds. I got some beans and peas set off to the side that if I don't grow, I can eat. You know, I got rice. I know how to make cornbread, you know, got the eggs. If I don't, there's somebody across um, over there. So several folks in the neighborhood got eggs. So it's just, hey. Hmm. Wow. So just like I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. Got greens growing in the front yard. I think I'll be okay. Think you'll be okay. <laughs> I think, I think so. I'm not. You know, some people said they've gone and they did that. You know, spent X amount of dollars getting all the food. I'm clear. <laughs> I can hear you. Okay, I'm let clear. me see what is going on with this right here. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, as I, you know, because I'm out in the field all the time, I can make stops at different places if I want to. Mm -hmm. So, like, Saturday when I was out, I went out to Sprouts. 
and I noticed they were had they had a lot of in house specials on food, and I'm like, mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of people in the grocery store, so if you don't have the volume to move the food that you've regularly been purchasing and putting on the shelf, mm-hmm. how does that affect you, your bottom line? Right. So they have to mark down a lot of food to get it out the door. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of stuff that, you know, we think about grocery and retail and whatnot, since they're the only ones that are open, your quote unquote essentials, they're the ones that are open. It's like, okay, yeah, what's in season right now? This is springtime, okay? Strawberries will be flowing in here shortly from Cali or whatever. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're not going to have people flock into the grocery store. Because they're a shelter in place. I've already got what I need. I'm not going out to go get anything. Oh, they're not. Some of them are not going out. So though. that's produce. You that's know, gonna they're not going to move. Right. Unless, of course, they. This, this is the other thing. They're going to take all of that food that they can't move off those shelves and send it to the food bank. And the food bank will distribute it throughout, mm-hmm. you know, the community, out Dream Center, all these other places. You know, how come they haven't dropped you a box of food so you can distribute some food? So we can go stand in line and get some free food, too. They ain't no. haven't done me like that, so I'm not getting nothing over here. But I want to give a shout-out to uh, Pastor Tim Newton and uh, oh, the Dream always. Center over there. Yeah. They just, they've been passing. They've been on it. Because they give them a lot of food. Ooh, they give them, they, give they load that gymnasium up with full of pallets and food. And, and they have to get rid of it because if it sits it, there, it's going it to spoil them. It's going their system is set up in such a way, as long as they get boxes and people's cars and keep it moving, keep it moving. Keep that's it what we're going to be doing, keep it moving. Yeah, that's what you got to yeah, do, keep they it moving. Definitely, they, they give out a lot of food. Mm-hmm. He's going to be over here Saturday, next Saturday, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, he's going to come through, because he's got a show coming on. Oh, wow. Yeah, Pastor Tim and his what wife. Okay. It's okay. called the His and Her Show. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, him that's and his nice. wife. That's nice. Talking about family, talking about stuff, you know, yeah. and yeah. all of that, that stuff like that. So He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Like Pastor Tim. He's, yeah. he's cool. Young guy. Cool. He's yeah. doing young guy. Yeah, doing some absolutely. big things. Absolutely. And that's what we need is our younger people involved doing good things, big things, right. making it happen. Right. You know. Absolutely. So that's uh, a good thing right there. Well, we got uh, about 45 minutes left yep. on the show. We're going to play a little music for you. You can call in if you guys are out there. All right, now listen up. That number is 918-856-3873. Again, 918-856-3873. That's the request line here in the studio if something you'd like to talk about. We've been talking about the coronavirus and how it affects us in our daily lives and what's going on with it. We played a couple of clips and things like that, and it's just like, boy, pretty rough, huh? That's what I would say. People are talking about stuff and. I'm just like, oh, boy, when will it all end? Well, this is Tulsa's own, very own Charlie Wilson Gap Band. Okay.
Yeah, hey, we're on, uh, okay, I got stuff squeaking and squealing and stuff. That's Rockstar Ronnie, Tulsa's from the PPI band, Rockstar Ronnie. What you think? It sounds like, like old school, soulful, like <laughs> Zap Rogers and all that. Yeah, right. Guys. Okay, yeah, okay. Like old yeah. funky soul music. Yeah, old school funky music, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what my sister would call it juicy. That's what she would call it. It's juicy music. Juicy music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you're on KBOB eighty nine point nine uh, FM. Me and Sherry Lasky in here. Me and Bobby Eden sitting here on this old cold rainy day. Rainy, <laughs> just rain come down. After the show, what you gonna do? Go to the house, turn the heat up, go get the. Bed. <laughs> That's what everybody's doing. Every time I talk to somebody, to what you doing? I'm in the, sitting up in the bed watching TV, just laying down, you know. That 
Well, today, yeah, but yesterday I was out from like 12 until the sun went down. Really? And then I was kind of like, I could have gotten up early, but I laid in the bed. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my story about, I get up, I feel like getting up on a is weekend. That, is that the way you do it? Mm-hmm. On the weekend, I get up when I want to get up, and mm-hmm. I get out in the yard, do what I need to do, and and I like have all these little projects in my mind that Everybody I want to do. Everybody got projects, huh? Right. Little thing. Okay, gotta do this, gotta do this, mm-hmm. gotta do this, gotta do this, and haven't. And your lists get long, and then you, in the process of doing what you're doing, you come up with some more stuff to do. Yeah, and you know, you start and getting you get creative with it, huh? Yeah. And you find yourself getting a little, you know, oh, mm-hmm. a little, little productive here, yeah. and a little, yeah. little progress is taking yeah. place. Okay, something you want to do for a long time. Right, right, right. You know, right. so. Right. I have a that, little cement spot, like a little pad that I've, I've been talking about doing like an outdoor right like not a patio per se but just a sit and chill spot yeah chill spot yeah so Mm -hmm. i have mint growing around so i can snap up some mint and make me a mojito or something along Mm -hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna get this right this summer i just need some anirondack chairs that's what i'm looking for what anirondack it's a type of chair like big bag kind of Oh, one of them big, big, big yeah, back chairs? Yeah, wood, uh, the yeah. The one you used to take the picture in when you was out no, at the no, club? No, 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 not that. Not that. Not the Huey P. Newton. Not that yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, that's the Huey P. Newton no, chair. No, not, not that one. Okay, not, not that, that one, one huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that chair. What you call it? The Huey P. Newton, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah. So that's cool. So good, though. All good in the neighborhood, you know. But we've uh, been doing a lot of things around here. We got a lot of shows going on here now. You know, we got the Valley Vale Morning Show from seven to nine, Monday through. Friday. But they funny. Oh, they be having me cracking up over here. Seven to nine a.m. in the mornings, uh, and on let's see, on Monday also we've. The Business Hustle uh-huh. takes place with Charity Marcus and Tyrus okay. Billingsley. Place at noon. You got the hustler because yeah. my girl is straight yeah. hustle. Oh, yeah. We I, talk all the time. Charity is yeah. on another level. Another she was mm-hmm. anywhere but Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywhere oh, man. If she was Tulsa. in another city, oh, God. she would be somewhere else. You yes. know? But yes. Charity Marcus, Tyrants. Tyrants is a beast, too. Now, he knows a whole lot. Uh-huh. You know, our co-host. Uh-huh. Yeah, from the male perspective. Uh, okay. And they work well together. And they got oh, great cool. ideas and cool. things like that. So they're here every Monday at uh, 12 noon. Okay. So KBOB 89.9. Okay. okay. And let's see. On Tuesdays. Tuesdays, we got at 10 a.m., Daryl Bright oh, and Joyce Williams, yes. Education. I just, I'd probably need to just come in and sit. Yeah, you, you can just sit on that show. Lunch and sit in the back. You know, you sit up and just be, they be pulling out books I know. and reading this. And, yeah, both like, of them, Daryl. Joyce and Uncle, mm, they just, they stay They go on for it. it. So, Daryl Bright, Joyce yes. Williams, yes. 10 a.m. on Tuesdays. Wow. And that evening, 
we kind of loosen it up a little bit. Two uh, Dogs Radio Show. Okay. You okay. know, with Jerome and Yo. Sports. Yeah. Sports talk. Yeah. You know how brother, a bunch of brothers are getting together, debating yeah. who's got the best team, right. the best players. Right. And, you know, they talk about sports, uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. they interview coaches and players okay. and things like that on their show. Cool. It's every Tuesday night. Cool. And that show starts at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, they're here. And on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, it's 1 o'clock. Okay. World One Development with Charles Harper and Damali Wilson. Oh, okay. They yeah. in here. News yeah. you can use. Okay. And boy, they got a great show. Big following. A lot of people okay. uh, following Charles and Damali. Mm-hmm. And they serious about this, about what's okay. going on there. Okay. So that's the Wednesday shows. Okay. <clears throat> on Thursday, uh, we've got 2 o'clock. It's Prima Donna. Oh, Prima Donna. Prima Donna's in here. Okay, cool. At two o'clock, and she's in here from uh, two to three. Okay. Her and uh, Jennifer Brown, her co-host. Okay. And they t- they're talking about things from a woman's perspective. Right. Right. A lot of things about women. Uh huh. You know, so uh-huh. it's more of a woman's show. So guys, listen so you can learn. <laughs> you know, and that's every Thursday. Okay. Two p.m. Also on Thursdays, Thursday night, it's uh, the Juice Radio Show. Okay. With Ramal, a hometown right. hit. That's my boy. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, Juice has been around for a minute. Right. You know, right. so young people doing radio from a young perspective. Okay. And they okay. come in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Okay, so cool. we got that going on. And Fridays. Now, here's what Friday is all about. I want to, We call it Funky Friday. Mm-hmm. Funky Friday, we play a lot of, we're starting to play a lot of uh, musicians and artists from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, great. We're showcasing, showcasing their music, music on Fridays. And when it warms up, we're going to be going outside, going live, you know, yeah. going live outside with the barbecues right, and right. all of that kind of, you know, social gathering. <laughs> so would they be yeah. playing live too or No, I don't okay. think it's gonna be any live be, right. it's gonna be a DJ out okay. there. Okay. You know, outside. So when it warms up and we get past mm-hmm. the corona right. situation. Yeah. So we'll be doing that on every yeah. Friday night. We call it Funky Friday. Okay. Saturday, Saturday morning, the exchange with Latoya Rose. Mhm. She's gonna be in here okay. with Joy and uh Joy Harvey and her are gonna be in here, the exchange. Uh, she's talking about insurances, taxes, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. kinds of information mm-hmm. that we need to know about. So she does insurance too. Yeah, she, she does all of it. Okay, cool. She does all of. It. She teach school, all that kind of stuff. Wow. So, okay. Uh, Latoya Rose, she'll be okay. in here. Yeah. Her show is called The Exchange. Right. And also, uh, right after her show, of course, I do my show at twelve noon. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Vanessa comes in for an hour. Okay. Uh, once a month. At okay. 11 a.m. and she does her show. Okay. And then we got Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor, who playing your favorite okay. old school jams from the. He goes back to the 70s, 80s, That's and 90s. On Saturday. On Saturdays from two to five. All right. He plays all them old school jams. So you, you know. Need to have that early in the morning so I can watch you yeah. do house chores. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, wake up playing that music, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. Because <laughs> when I was in Chicago. It was just like, like clockwork. Turn that on, clean the whole house. House be ready by two. You two know, o'clock, you be ready to go that. outside, huh? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what we got going on on that Saturday. Wow. You know, so cool. Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor from yeah. two to five. Okay. In the okay. evening, you know, so we figured like once pe- a lot of people don't, some people don't wake up until ten. 
you know, our noon on a Saturday. So yeah, he's playing the music. Right. So you gotta grind. You know how they go. If you gotta grind, you definitely. Yeah, if you gotta grind, you're gonna be up and moving because that's the time you're gonna have to grind. On, but on Saturday, that's when yeah, you be like, yeah. I'm going to sleep. I'm yeah, I'm gonna sleep in. You know, so. And on Sundays, we got Pastor uh, Melvin Cooper and World One Ministry Church. They, they're here from 8.30 to 9.30, Sunday morning. And uh, after that, it's kind of gospel during the daytime. And at 2 o'clock, we got DMAC comes in here at 2 o'clock, uh-huh. smooth jazz on a Sunday. Oh, okay, cool. So it's just jazz all day Sunday. I need to give me a radio so yeah. I can listen. So we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it's kind of hard, hard to find. It's well, you hard gonna, find it's hard to even find a radio unless you go online and buy one right. or something like I mean, that. But it's really hard yeah, to find yeah. a radio. And you know, because most people listen to radios in their cars That's while right. they're driving. Right, and now you, you have know. serious, serious, serious radio, radio right in your and car. It's just like you don't, you had to force yourself to listen to local now. Well, yeah, if you can you you paying PR. for it, yeah, you know, and you so it. people get programmed to listening to, to a, a certain, certain thing, thing. That's and right. it's hard for them to, to change. change over. Mm-hmm. And we don't expect everybody to change mm-hmm. over. It'd be nice if everybody would, but, but if you know, you know if it's something mm-hmm. that you like, you will listen to your yeah, local yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we we're, we're more talk radio. Right. Uh, then we are playing music, music like right. a lot of other stations are just yeah. basically music. Yeah. We're community driven, right? And we have a lot of various top topics over here, right? At KBOB eighty nine point nine, right? So uh, things that can help you. We play right. music too, so I right. mean we do both of them, but uh, it's uh, more talk radio right. than anything. And so. see, for you know. In my, I find like here lately, like in the past five years or so, I've started listening to more talk radio. Talk radio. And, um, and most of my talk radio comes from NPR. Yeah, so NPR. I'm just like a yeah, right. huge fan of NPR right, radio. Right, right, right. We got a lot of but, listeners from NPR over there. Yeah, so it's just one of those mm-hmm. trying to find a happy medium. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. 105.3 came out back in the day, I mm-hmm. would listen to them. Right. Ex- Exclusively, because they're mm-hmm. basically the only thing you could. Yeah, right. Do. Well, now you got the eighty nine point nine FM. Right, exactly. You can tune into that. Exactly. You know, even on that Sunday, you know, after the jazz show, mm-hmm. we got a show coming up with uh, uh, his and her, okay. Pastor Tim okay. at six p.m. Okay. And then okay. after that, it's the night shift with okay. Richard Baxter. Boy, they crazy. Oh, oh boy, Richard Baxter. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say Richard. He he don't yeah. like that. He okay. like he go by Negro Spiritual. Okay. Negro Spiritual, Sun Ra, Tizzy, okay. and Crystal Renee. Okay. They're in, boy, they could be cutting up. Okay. Oh, it's funny and informative. They be talking about stuff like relationships, mm-hmm. polygamy, right. the Bible. Right. right. I mean, topics, some deep topics right. and subjects. So that's uh, every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pastor Tim, them, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, he and his wife, family, mm-hmm. uh, they're just going to be good. So they're going to cool. debut their show this coming Sunday. Okay. So we got okay. we got stuff going on over here. Yeah. You know, awesome. being involved. And because uh, awesome. those of you know that I'm all about the community. Right. You know, right. and serving the community and giving a, a voice to the voiceless. Exactly. Because you know, we tell our exactly. stories our way over here. You know. Thank God you got a place to tell them. Yeah, because. <laughs> You know, we do it just the way we do it. Take your story and twist it. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. Like, no, I didn't. Yeah. 
So oh. it's great. You can donate to us over here too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can cash up us at Eaton Media Services. <laughs> you think I didn't throw that out there? Eaton Media Services, cash up us, or you can stop by fifteen thirty-three oh, North Norfolk and hit the bucket. We got a bucket in a donation the, the, the bucket over here. Love Jug. Brother Chief came up with that idea. Okay. And that's how I ended up getting it. He said, Man, you need to put a bucket here and, and call it the Love Jug. And I'll say, What? So I, we put together a bucket and throw it in there, boom. And so we could use uh, the funding. And so we help right. our children, right. not forgotten children, 501c3 right. uh, nonprofit and the Juice Radio Show. Okay. So it's our children okay. that we fund and. Um, you know, to take places and do stuff. So, for marketing purposes, I mean, reaching out to like like the, the char- charities in Billingsley and and the lady that does the um, what's her name? Latoya. Latoya mm-hmm. on them. Oh, I'm already on top of it. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm really on top of okay. they on top of me, right? You know, so I mean, we I'm already connected in those areas mm-hmm. of marketing and mm-hmm. structure and business, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're helping me with the, implement some of these programs mm-hmm. and some of my my processes over here with me and Ramal and our okay. small staff. So I mean, it's great, it's fantastic. Cool. Cool. You know, it's a, it's a cool relationship because we have a lot of we have a lot of up and coming. You know, yeah, but 30, 40, Charles and Damali, yes. trust me, they've uh-huh. been doing it for a while. Okay. And they have all these buildings and edurec and event centers and mm-hmm. big churches and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. going on. And uh, they're a big asset, you know, to helping and, you know, they give old man some structure. You know, uh-huh. them and Charity and Latoya. Yeah. Hey, my hat goes off to all of those business minded people. People. Right. Who right. can bring something to the table right. Right. to help us build a bigger and better community? Right. right. You know, and it's all about community building. Right. I'm all about that. You know, so you know, Definitely. I'd rather see the community build and grow, and you know, I don't have to have any type of shine or anything like that. As long as I see people coming together mm-hmm. and doing doing what's necessary mm-hmm. to uplift. You know the community. The community. Right. Uh, like a uh, charity had her show today. Today is Monday mm-hmm. at noon, and Rose Washington was on her show. Okay, cool. From TEDC. Right. Some people don't even know what TEDC is, you know. Well, but uh, if they're not in that circle, or well, that's also Economic Development looking, Corporation. But they're not looking for yeah. that information, but, so they would not know about. But seeing that's why it's so important to tune in to these shows, mm-hmm. so you can get information yeah. that you need. You know. Yeah. Because uh, you. Can go to Rose Washington, and if you have a business mm-hmm. and apply for loans and grants mm-hmm. and things like that over TEDC, mm-hmm. and she'll work with you and show right. you what you need to do to qualify for that right. kind of stuff. Right. But if you don't know, right. you're right. If you, you don't, don't know, that's why we got this format right, right here right. to let get the word out, get the word out, get let people know. And we're located out. on the corner of Norfolk and Pine Place. 1533 North Norfolk right here. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, everybody, now y'all out there listening, you know where Popeye's is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everybody know where, right, no. the street right behind Popeye's on little white building on the corner, you know. <laughs> walk to somebody's backyard. To get right. a, no, they have a fence up there. So you can yeah. walk over there. <laughs> I, I walk out of here and smell chicken every day. Man. I'm like, oh my goodness. No good. Well, I, I want some grilled chicken. 
and get off that fried chicken. You know, Man. so that's um, part that's part of it. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, yeah. We mm-hmm. have so many smart people in Tulsa. We have, you know. And the thing about it is is uh we just need to get everybody together. Organizing. Going in the same direction and get out of these cliques. Right. right. It's too many cliques. Well, I don't even call them cliques. Well, I call, them, call cliques them cliques but, because they're but cli- everybody has the same idea trying to make, make, make things better. Well, I understand that the civil rights movement that once upon a time took place, it took Martin, mm-hmm. it took Malcolm. It took the Panthers, it took mm-hmm. the SCLC mm-hmm. and the NAACP and all these different organizations for the movement. Yeah, and that's just it. Just and that, it was a movement and it was for the movement together. And you don't there may have been some some friction between certain groups oh, or whatever. Of course, Malcolm and Martin was, didn't understand. They yeah, had a different but, but ultimately way to go. the end goal was, you know, to move exactly. forward and make and so I think that's what we have here. You think so? I think so. I think we have. And uh, you still have people. With, a different, you know, yeah. People, I, I think there's a. Not. Yeah, you got you got you got a lot of you got a little bit of selfishness going on right here because mm-hmm. I feel this person feels like it should go this way, and that person feels like it should go that way. But at the same time, being able to come together and go the same go the same way can kind of be kind of difficult. You know, and I uh, guess with narrow, you got people running for office just for popularity and uh, uh, just nine times well, out of ten, they but, think they can win. But the incumbent who's already there, you know, they're going to stand a, a strong chance of, of winning, re- right, of winning right. that, taking that position. Right. You know, right. so. So, but like you said, if the incumbent isn't running, and and how long does an incumbent hold that position? How well, true. long? Okay. I got. I had a guy tell me that uh, he was going to win, and he believed that he was going to win. Well, so, you know, I mean, like I'm like, else. yeah, I'm going to be the winner. Okay. Be the winner. So, so, I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, just you, you're. What can you do? You're allowed to do that. You are, you know? That's what but, you're supposed but, to do if you're going to run for office. You better, you better not, have some faith I'm that you're going to believe. Yeah, I'm not here to. I'm not here to lose. I'm I'm running for recognition, a popularity. You know, to get your name out. Some people do that. Well, that's their agenda. Yeah. So some people do that. But the voters have more. I can't say sense because some bad choices have you know. But but the voters see who's out there and who's doing the most for their community, and they vote accordingly. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to have groups that hate whoever's in place just because mm-hmm. that's your that's just your nature. You're looking for something. You're gonna always look for something. But if you're always looking for the bad, you're gonna find the bad. Period. That's all you're gonna find because, is the bad. If you're if you look at the big picture and see where the needle has been moved, the mark has been moved compared to where it was before and you're stuck on some stuff that we've surpassed that and mm-hmm. been moving on if you stuck on that, well, maybe, yeah, you may have a, you know, you may have some little personal issues or whatever. But when you look at the big, big scheme of things where we're moving, it's almost at a snail's pace in some situation, and we're playing catch up. And then in this lane, we're, we're moving forward. And this lane is like we're standing still, like, 
what have you done lately? What have you done? Period. And a lot of it has to do with the education and knowledge mm-hmm. that you don't know because you're moving at a snail's pace because you're not informed. Well, yeah, you know, you just not you just not informed. Well, no, 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 I'm not talking about the yeah. person individual. Thing. Right. I'm talking about the person that you voted for has done things in your community that hasn't. That's been why done you're gonna before. vote for them again. Yeah, that's why you're gonna vote for them again. Mm-hmm. But you, like you said, you have these clicks. This group doesn't like this. Group oh my! This most of here in Tulsa, like, Oklahoma, you have that. Yeah. Whereas in the bigger cities. It's so you, big. It's you so don't big. You don't have the fight. You know, right. just, it's, it's enough not, for everybody. It's enough for everybody. But even mm-hmm. in Tulsa, I think there's enough for everybody. Yeah. There's enough. When you when you create. I hear being in radio. I hear so much. You know, being in this kind of position right here because yes. I I'm connected to everybody. So you're connected to everyone, and you see yeah. there's enough for everybody, mm-hmm. and you don't have to create this idea it, of scarcity in your yeah. community. And you know, I don't side up with any particular mm-hmm. organization or group and stuff. And uh, I my opinion is based upon what I see and what right. I feel, and so I don't you know get into any clicks. We we don't try to do. Some people may even think we got a click over here. You know, right. but you know, I don't, I don't see that. I, I just, you know, I understand when people say they're clicks and whatnot because that's everywhere you go. Period. You're gonna always have that. Yeah. People, that's that's your perception of things. But sometimes but the, the everybody's direct- moving mm-hmm. in the same direction mm-hmm. and wants the betterment for everybody. Now it would be a different story. How to some, get there? Yeah, and if, it would be a different story if someone if someone said, "Well, we don't need that over here on North Tulsa at all." Like, we don't need food. We don't need... Then you'd be like, you're not for the community because you're against the community when you say that because we don't have the basic necessity for an, a, a community. Mm-hmm. We don't have a grocery store. No, we don't. And you we're know. making progress towards that, but even that has proven to be difficult for us. And the thing about it is, once upon a time, we had plenty of grocery oh, God, stores. we had grocery stores all over the place. Mm-hmm. All over the place. And, you know, one thing that I see... Is those in the community over here in North Tulsa who do have finances and who are able to build some economic growth or wealth uh, to invest don't because we're in the, up under the stigma of if you open up something, they're going to break they're in. They're going to break in. They're going to they steal. The first thing that's the first thing say. they say. Uh-uh, no. They break. The, the one that we – wait, Admiral and Memorial. Mm-hmm. They steal a stank off of whatever my grandma would say mm-hmm. because people steal. Mm-hmm. And it's not because, you know, pe- people steal. People are going to always. You and know, it's not gender. It's, 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 not, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not racially. It's not racially. You got right. white people stealing. You got black people stealing. You got Hispanics stealing. You got Asians you who got steal. Thieves. Thieves. Thieves, you know, thieves come in all shape forms. Right. But it's somehow, somehow the system always wants to target the minorities like blacks, like we're the ones who are only out here stealing. You know what a guy we're told the me up here? Ones that are poor. Yeah. You know what a guy told me up here, one of the guards up here, Quick Trip. Oh my God. You know what he told me? He oh says, he told me this. He says, I said, man, how has theft been up here at Pine and Peoria at Quick Trip? And he says, the majority of the thefts are white people coming in there stealing. You know, uh, one, another guy, Asked me one time, a black guy, have they shot anybody up here yet? I'm like, man, why would you even think that? You but know, that's your perception. That's a perception, things. right? Okay. I, he said, I'm not going. I'm not going to go up in that 
that, that, yeah, that, 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 quick, that trip. quick trip right yeah. there. I'm going to go one way down around the corner. Yeah, right, right. I'm going to fill up or down, go Four, out of the way. North. How and about see, you? those are myths. <laughs> and those, those are, 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 created are created in a community. In. And the TV, yeah. the, the TV yeah. always project us as whenever somebody gets shot, that's the first thing first coming on the TV. Right. They portray us as, you know, but there are majority good people here in North Tulsa. You got a few little knuckleheads out here doing a lot of dumb stuff, you know, but the majority of people here in North Tulsa are good people. I'm I'm going to switch it up real quick. Yeah, majority of the people here in North Tulsa are good, but not but. You said but. Not but. Not but now. The majority of people here are good. We have a we have an increase of group of people that you would not even think about, and that's the homeless. You don't even know. I, you don't even realize it. I talk to a lot of homeless people over here in this community, walking up and down the streets and things like that. We have an influx of homeless people in Tulsa. Period. Right, and, and they're finding their ways. And, and you, do you know why? Because the resources are here. The, we got resources in Tulsa. We, we got a re- lot of resources. They know good and well a homeless person. They're moving here from Phoenix. They're moving here from all kinds of places around the country. Right. Moving to Tulsa because they know that they can eat and find a place to sleep if they want it. So mm-hmm. and it's eat up to them and find a place to sleep if you want it. If you want so it. So there's a fringe to that. I was riding my bike down Osage Prairie, and I saw people, and it was like maybe early, early, early morning. Mm-hmm. Not early, but late morning. Right. And I'm seeing people pushing carts with of all of their earthly belongings. In their basket, and, huh? In, in a basket. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing people riding their bicycles. All the with, time. No, with a wagon, with their belongings. Yeah, pulling it, pulling it. Yeah, I'm stuff. seeing that too. And I'm just like... I see it every day. And and you looking for and so you notice they're vacant houses. They're they're sleeping in there. And and just like now it's count you have Tulsa County, you have Osage County. For sure. Then it's just like what what's happening here? Why aren't their needs being addressed? That's my whole thing. You there there should be no and when I say this, well, I'm, looking you know, at, I'm looking at what they're doing. You are a very ingen- ingenious person, mm-hmm. ingenuity, creativity, yeah. for you to do what you're mm-hmm. doing. Like, but you know what? We people. have, but but also we have a strong thing of mental health going on as right. well. We got mental health issue. You can't right. ignore yeah. that, right? Right. Because a lot, a lot of, of them are in the situation because of mental, mental health, health. You know, right. and they don't have a, a way of being educated and trained where they can get out of that type of thinking and that type of lifestyle, Man. you know, so we do, just you're right. I agree. Just having an outlet. Having an outlet. Think about it. Where can you go over here in North Tulsa to address your mental health needs? Mental health. The church? No, I'm just I'm not, Okay, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> no. but, your, but, your, but your mental health needs, somebody right. that really a needs professional some, a professional right here in North Tulsa District 1 where, where, where you can go. Funded. Funded. Federally funded because those are those funds. You can just go in and go, make an like appointment. Family Children's Services type of take your. We t- don't have that. Take your daughter or your son uh, or your you, uncle you or your grandpa to have some mental health. You don't have you don't that have over that. there. You, you, know? do have, you do have therapists in our community, mm-hmm. but they cost. 
and I think that may be a reason why people aren't going to co- for the cost of whatever. I don't can't, know. They can't afford to go. I don't. I don't know, but I know there's definitely a need. Like you're saying, there is a need. There and, is a need, and then people aren't getting that need. taken care of, mm-hmm. and that's, well, that's what we need. We more. Need. We need more therapists and psychologists and. Just they're here. They're, you know, we, we, here. we need a facility yeah, we do where they the, can just go to and say right. and get assessment happening right. with them to where right. they can diagnose them and get them on the proper. I'm not going to say meds, but the proper mm-hmm. stuff that they need to, uh, you well, know, a lot of it is self-esteem building. OK, going back to me being in Chicago. They would literally get folks and they would run. These are people that were once homeless and, and that the fact that they were able to run and focus on whatever it is and that was there instead of like um AA or whatever, mm-hmm. they would get together and run as a group. Run as a group? Run. And these are people that were homeless at one point in time in their lives and got their lives back together through running. So I don't know if we have that type of thing here in Tulsa per se, but just different routes. Everybody doesn't necessarily have to sit on a couch per se, mm-hmm. but just just a different way yeah, well, of getting there. Mm-hmm. A different. A way lot of, of people's there. conditions are different, right? And you have right. to have uh, therapists and people who know how to access those differences right. amongst those people, right? And so, culturally as well too. Well, you know, you got if I, you got a white therapist trying uh, to talk to a black person about this and that, you know, oh, and he right. don't know where you didn't came from, or how right. you been born right. or raised, right. and right. he's never experienced that before. But he's got a piece of paper that says, that says that he's yeah. qualified right. to a assess you. Clinical therapy. Yeah, right. So you have therapy. to have somebody who's in the know, right, and who knows how to to take care of your needs specific to your you and your culture. That's true. You and your culture. I just. Yeah, we and we need that. We really need it. So you guys out there listening, if you know some black uh, well, yeah, therapists some and stuff to come up and to talk, come up about and talk. Their, yeah, we yeah, know. we like to invite them over here to the show. Yeah, get them a yeah. show. Yeah, we well, you know, I ain't adding no more shows right now. No, so okay. I got seventeen of them. So. Oh. Okay. You know, you okay. ain't had no more the shows. One, the one, no. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> we'll get some therapists on those shows. Yeah. To talk about those issues right there. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. We we definitely we definitely need that in our community mm-hmm. because the bottom line is just in my soul, in my gut. In your gut feeling. There's a there are a lot of people in our community that that would be classed clinically depressed. Oh, for and, sure. And, and functioning perfectly, you think everything is okay, mm-hmm. but they are depressed. Right. And they haven't. And you know, you know, depression. when you lived in an underserved community, and you have loss of hope, and mm-hmm. you're depressed and oppressed, mm-hmm. and you've been your through something, your environment, and you don't have your self-esteem is so low mm-hmm. that you don't feel like there's no hope. Right. Of even improving. Right. You know, you don't. People ain't combing your hair. You ain't doing stuff, and right. same old clothes. You just Give up on life. But the flip side of that is the same thing. It doesn't have to. I mean, it don't have to be in that way. It doesn't have to be that way. But you're you're depressed about them. You go to a job every day Mm -hmm. and you get paid well for that job, whatever. But you just 
hate, hate that job. Hate them people in that job. Mm-hmm. So you take that back home. I've been and there so before. And so that affects you mentally too. I had a job one time I couldn't stand to go to. <laughs> I wake up in the morning Just and I mad. sit on the side of the bed <laughs> and I say, oh man, I hate to go up in there. Oh, they make me sick. Oh, I just can't. And then when it got, I'll be looking at the clock. I sure will be glad. 801. 8 o'clock, you punch in. You, mm-hmm. you I'm like, down and it's bed. the same routine yep. every day. day. Same routine. And then you have somebody come, well, Bobby, did you get that done? <laughs> All breathing down your neck and stuff. And same routine every day. Why are you messing with me? And then every, every, <laughs> every two weeks you get a check. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, what kind mm-hmm. of life? That's right. That's depressed too. Yeah. So it's sort of like, I mean. What kind keep, of life? Right. I keep telling folks, you know, when, you, when you're on the grind, grind. You're not thinking about a lot of stuff that's going on around you. You just get, I'm here, over here. I need to get back to my space Mm -hmm. and just. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But while you get into your space, you're going through an environment that makes you even more depressed before you get to your space. That's why I want to see my people uplifted and get that information and and just feel good about yourself. Be positive. You know, they say. About yourself, about your environment, environment. about your your city. How are you going to grow if you're hanging around someone that's not going to help you grow? Hmm. You know, I mean, you need to get around people, good positive people with positive energy that can you can learn something from you know that can help you do what you need to do yeah so that's what it is yeah well hey sherry we come into the close of the it's show so yeah okay. it's that time <laughs> you know what i mean and we want you guys to <laughs> keep in mind that um we have your hands yeah wash your hands correct feet tell them social distancing that's what i'm saying Cough you know, in your elbow. Investigate. Keep, keep your hands out your face. That's what you do. <laughs> All right. Until the next time, we want you to take care and have a good one, okay? All right. All right.